Welcome to the podcast, where you will learn everything you need to be a successful student at any level of academic study. Listen each week as I interview experts, leaders, and students. If you are studying or thinking about it, you will need practical tips, techniques, coaching, and support to help you get finished and be successful. While you're listening, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Links and info are always in the show notes. So join me now as you listen in, learn, take action, and succeed. Good afternoon, everybody, and a very warm welcome to this uh, webinar on customers. As you should know by now, we go live every Friday at 12 o'clock in the Student Success Coach community. And it's just such a privilege to be able to welcome experts and uh, really very knowledgeable guests uh, onto the platform. And uh, the focus always is just to help you be successful in your studies, uh, to get you ready for the workplace, and uh, to give you lots of insights and options around uh, careers and jobs and your future. And uh, you can see we've got two guests with us today, Salil and his wife, Kritika. So I'm going to ask them to introduce themselves um, just now. But as a reminder, we have our Facebook group, which is a thriving community of uh, students all looking to help each other. And a couple of weeks ago, we actually gave away three laptops uh, in our webinar. So there's always lots happening in the community. Uh, we have mentors, we have experts available. You can subscribe to this uh, YouTube channel. And uh, there's lots of other benefits for uh, being in these webinars, being part of the community, and listening to wonderful people like Salil and Kritika talk about customer service, which is important really for any career. Uh, but we're going to break it all down for you in the next uh, 45 minutes or so and uh, teach you what you need to know. So let's uh, start with the uh, lady guest first, Kritika. If you could just introduce yourself, give us a bit of background and uh, just your initial thoughts on the importance of customer service in 2022. Thank you. Uh, my name is Kritika Arora. I have been in the customer service industry for over 10 years now. Um, the importance of customer service really breaks down to the fact that every time you have a product out there, you would need to go ahead and have an after service as well that we need to provide for the customers, right? So basically, that's what we do at the end of the day. So if there's a big company that's running through, if you don't have a customer service, that company will eventually come down, right? You would need somebody to provide that sales and like uh, service opportunities later on. So basically, that's what customer service is. Great. Thank you, Kritika. Appreciate that. Salil, you've been on the uh, webinar before, so hopefully everybody does know you, but uh, just introduction from yourself and customer service, and you've got a few courses on customer service. I mean, people can actually take action and go and check out your amazing courses, which are really doing very well on Udemy, but talk to us this afternoon about uh, customer service. Yeah, thanks for having me uh, so many times now. I, I feel like part of this, uh, this session now. <laughs> And uh, yeah, uh, in terms of customer service, we have a great course and it's, it's primarily coming from all my businesses. So from my Amazon business, uh, where we you know, work with customer service for our products, then we have the course creation business. And this customer service is very important because as Peter and I have experienced, students have a lot of questions, um, they might have concerns, they might have feedback. So all of that is very important. So in terms of uh, constantly taking feedback, improving the course, 
constantly answering all the questions. So it's all basically the students are our customers. So it's, we are making sure that we provide excellent value to them. And then what happens is over time, great customer service. Um, even we can see measurable results. From example, our course was at 4.5 recently, and then we brought it up to 4.8. All because of we took from the customers' feedback. Uh, we took you know whatever we had to improve. So customer service is great in terms of just improving the experience of people using your product or service, and and that's why it's, I'm so passionate about it because that's I think the best way to grow any business or best way to work in any profession is just to help customers. And Salil, you make such a good point. Everybody watching today is really a customer of this webinar, and they want to see some value, and uh, you know they want to have their questions answered. Um, otherwise, they're going to go and do something else, right? Uh, uh, scroll Facebook or uh, go watch a movie. So uh, with that in mind, I really would ask everybody to ask some questions on the chat and uh, I'll put those questions to our expert panel. But maybe let's uh, let's just start with you, Salil. And uh, I mean, you spoke about some of the upgrades that we've made to our courses recently. And a big topic, I think, you know, in the last few years, I mean, I'm in the banking industry and, you know, we're constantly watching our customer care uh, ratings um, in the industry uh, a have had lots of complaints about banking. Uh, so let's talk about the, the complaints aspect of customer service. Um, you know, the unfortunately angry customer um, and the damage potentially that can do to a brand. Um, but at a practical level, how do we deal with uh, customer complaints? I know we added a few lessons into our course to deal with that, but perhaps let's give our audience a bit of a a breakdown of dealing with customer complaints. So, so a good example is um, recently for one of our courses, you probably remember too, uh, we got a one star review and we were pretty upset about it because in terms of rating one star is something that we just take very seriously. So when we did follow up with the student, we understood that the reason was not necessarily the course, but was reason with the audio quality in one of the lectures and you know, they, that ruined their entire experience. So that feedback got me to improve the lecture immediately. Um, you know, within the next day, 24 hours, I said, you know, here's the new improved lecture, the audio, audio issue is fixed, thanks for getting back to us. So that student was amazed at how quickly was their uh, issue addressed. They were, you know, we reached out to them, we addressed their issue, we even fixed it, and the next day let them know that the issue is fixed. So that's just the power of, you know, great customer service, and that's what we try to do in our courses and all of our businesses, is that make sure that the customer is heard, we listen, that's very important for customers to feel heard, then we make sure we act to what they've said and then we give them results. So that creates that feedback loop that lets us constantly improve. And that's the loop um, that helps any business improve over time. And that's, as you said, for banking in India, there are like probably over 500 private banks right now. So I could just step down of my house and then there are 10 bank branches right next to each other. So the options are, you know, there are so many options and they have no... Uh, difference in price or services or you know they're offering the same interest rate they're offering the same amenities features so the only difference is the customer service how i feel when i go into the bank how i feel when i deal with the relationship manager and that's just the deciding factor why we've chosen our banking why we buy our services why we are buy any products because uh, in my sales course i discuss about this that we move past uh, products and services now and we move to customer service so if you're selling the same product and we're selling the same device or same phone or same banking services or same courses even on Udemy. No matter what we do, we're offering the similar product. What really differentiates us is the service that we give, is the support that we give, is the additional benefits, is the additional experience the customer service uh, gives to students and the customers. So that's 
that's where our philosophy comes from. Great. Thanks, Salil. And I mean, you mentioned uh, walking out of your house and finding a bank on every street corner. And uh, I think you shot this on location uh, near your home, and it's the introduction to our customer service course. So uh, just fantastic to get some insights about the course and the upgrades that we've made uh, so that people can see the value that they'll get uh, as the customers of this uh, learning product. Uh, Kritika, maybe to you, I uh, put a question up on the screen there just now um, saying, what are the personalized customer service benefits? So if we talk about hyper-personalization that we can achieve with things like digital marketing, uh, let's talk maybe a little bit about um, you know, how that benefits customers uh, because of that personalized customer service that we can give them because we've got more data about them, uh, because they're interacting digitally online with us on social media, et cetera. Maybe just give us a bit of an introduction to the world of personalized uh, customer service in a, a digitally connected world. Yeah. Um, so like Sal was talking about going to a bank and he went down and like, it was all about the service for him. Similarly, with the bank that I am connected to, I have a personally assigned manager for myself. That just makes, like, justice gives it a more personalized touch there. Like, when they'll just call me once a week to check in if everything's going great. Is there anything that I need from them? So that's something that's really great over here because nowadays we have so much technology and technology has changed over time so much that it's actually great to have that. So even with like basic food applications that we have, um, so you'll just order food. If you have any problems, you can actually just go ahead and like put your query into that. And there's a robot that's already responding to you, but it's also giving you a more personalized touch there because they know, okay, what are the issues that you are actually facing at this moment? And then if you have any further on issues, they'll just assign like somebody else to actually take care of that for you. So that really is actually very, um, very streamlined and very helpful right now. And it's actually really great as well. Great, Kritika, that's fantastic. And while we've got you there uh, in the hot seat answering yeah. these questions from our, from our customers on the webinar today, um, let's say somebody going into customer service, uh, that type of a career and that type of a role, um, you know, to some degree, you know, no matter where you are in an organization, you should be always conscious of your customer. But some people spend their whole day dealing with customers and really have to be conscious of this idea of customer service. So what would be your advice? And, and we probably got fairly um, early stage career professionals or students on the webinar today. So, so what's the advice going into, into a customer service career? Yeah, so my basic advice is that if you're new here, there are just a few steps that you have to just take to be successful, right? You have to be personable, like the customers, when they call in and when they are talking to you, you should be professional, of course, but you should also have like that smile on your face throughout the call so that they actually can just feel that smile, right? When they know that you're smiling on the other end, automatically they'll become more personable with you, right? And then you can always make conversations with them. Just make sure that you're always keeping them interactive, not giving it a long silence pause there, because sometimes that silence pause can just become really awkward. So it's so much better if you will just go ahead and communicate better with them. I'll keep communicating, keep that interaction going. Just be very patient with customers. A lot of times like you can get customers who are not very open to conversations. Just be patient there, keep smiling and still keep like the conversation 
minimal uh, but still keep it going in a way like hey how are you doing or how's the weather for you today like are you doing well like you know like i hope everything and everyone's safe at home so things like this will just like help you make a better impact on your customers as well so these are just a few things just be more empathetical and have more sympathy with them so if they're angry or they're upset just always keep that in mind that you could be on the other side as well so just keep that in mind as well when you're speaking with them so i think yeah that will be it yeah that's such great advice kritika i mean you mentioned this idea of empathy there and uh, i suppose in a in a in a digitally transformed world um you know we all get frustrated when you know we end up speaking to a machine uh, or an automated voice response and uh, by the time you get through to a real person let's put it like that you know the frustration and the anger is building up and it's so important for us to have that empathy and demonstrate that humanity uh, uh, to the person and to acknowledge the reality of their perception of the situation um and the damage potentially that's been done to their lives uh whether or not directly as a result of you know your fault uh or something that your company could have controlled uh the customer has their view and they they are complaining to you and the most important thing is to show the empathy uh in that situation i mean salil how do you go then from a customer complaint a difficult um angry person uh standing in front of you at the front of the branch uh or on the phone like kritika has explained uh, show that empathy be personable etc but how do you go from there to 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 resolving the the problem and building up your brand reputation with that customer again yeah so uh we've done around i think one and a half hour of just lectures um just to how to handle upset customers so it's a massive massive topic and we've covered various factors uh in the course as well on how to handle upset customers because that's one of the priorities uh, one of the great things that we covered that they covered is smile smile is what i cover in my sales course in my salesman course in my customer service course so it's something that i covered in all the courses because it's very simple when you smile is a thing called emotional contagion and mirroring where if you're smiling or if you are even smiling on the call um that reflects on the customer so they feel happy or their your emotions or your feelings get transferred so whenever you have an upset customer it's important that you are happy or you are content you are not uh, being upset by their efforts right so they may curse uh, they may be angry they may be loud but if you let their emotion uh, turn to you then you will have a bad day and then you will be upset and you will be angry and that just makes situations worse so this is where you have to bring in patience you have to bring in empathy you have to bring in your experience and just be relaxed just be calm just keep smiling and your calmness your smile your positive energy will transfer to the customer where they start feeling less angry they feel they hurt they feel that they are being acknowledged their problems are being acknowledged and slowly their anger will come down slowly their feeling of being upset will come down and that eventually you'll get to a same level where you both okay you both all right you both maturely and calmly discussing the issue you're together trying to find a solution and a lot of times you can ask the customer hi what solution are you looking for what do you want to happen now or what can i do for you right so they will give you the solution they're looking for and eventually you come on a common ground where the problem is also discussed they are not angry you have given the solution you are smiling you are happy and that leads to a fine path um, a fine mediation where we're trying to get to where both the customer service executive is happy with being able to serve a customer 
and the customer is happy that he got served properly he got the respect that he was looking for he got the acknowledgement he was looking for and his problems and his issues are addressed great sudil thank you very much for that so just jumping into the course where you know we've got a couple of lectures on the steps that you need to take in dealing with an angry or an upset customer and possibly one of their complaints and i think like both of you have explained you know stay calm uh, apologize show that empathy uh, you know work through the details of the issues that they've got and uh, you know kritika given your experience in uh, a cake delivery company um you know cakes are often very time based and i mean we use the example in the course of a customer complaint where uh, the cake was delivered late uh for the person's uh, daughter's birthday and that birthday is gone right i mean you cannot recover uh that bad situation so you know talk to us now about your experiences and perhaps some of the customer service processes or improvements that you've been able to make to optimize uh the brand of that cake company that you were working for mm -hmm. so initially when i started working there the company's policies about refunds and discounts was like really bad so that actually did impact a lot of customers as well so like you mentioned like there was actually a scenario where the cake actually did not get delivered on time like at all like the birthday was gone by that's actually happened so many times like the birthday would go by and because we're delivering through courier everywhere all over the place right so sometimes the courier companies can goof up and that's when we actually have to take the brunt for it so i've had like angry customers call in all times they'd be yelling on top of their lungs so throughout those calls i would just have my most like i would keep my empathy in place and i would just be like okay if i was in their place i would be this upset as well so i would always keep my calm and to the calmest voice that i can talk to them with the most soothing voice that you can hear when you're angry so when you're angry i'll just be like yeah i completely get it like my tone would completely change and like i would just be like yeah i completely understand where you're coming from and to like calm them down i would give them solutions that would work more in their favor right so i would always give them solutions like yeah we'll refund your entire amount we'll also give you more discounts what we will do is like we will send you free cupcakes from our end as well just to like you know handle that situation and make that situation better right a lot of times you know the customers would be okay with that situation a lot of times customers would not be okay with it that's when i would offer them compensation as well so when you offer compensation or you offer more discounts they feel more like okay they've heard like she's heard me she's listening to what i'm saying she's listening to my complaints she's also giving me a solution that is working in my favor so i actually implemented the discounts i actually implemented the refunds and offering like cupcakes or offering like a peace offering to the customer that okay we do want you to order from us again and we promise that there won't be any more problems that you face but also keeping that in my, like my company's benefits in mind as well so this is what we did i used to get clients like they used to get smashed cakes they not smashed cakes where they're smashing it on their kids but smashed cakes within the courier before even cutting the cake so in those situations i would always like you know calm them down and be like okay i've got you don't worry like i've got your back i am going to take you through this like i am going to get a new cake delivered for you and this time i will make sure that when we are delivering it it's actually delivered in a perfect condition and it does not get smashed so we also had like cap deliveries so any postal code that would come in that specific area where a cap could deliver 
I would have a like you know I would get the cab booked for that specific cake delivery and you know then get the cake delivered so that it does not get smashed the next time. The customer is happy and they give us a good review as well towards the end. Fantastic, thank you, Kritika. And um, one of the uh, lessons in the course, um, you know, takes this idea of customer complaints as a source of data. Uh, for improving operations. Um, so if you, in your customer service team, are able to gather uh, the complaints and analyze them, you might, for example, see that all the deliveries on Tuesday mornings in a certain area are always late, for example. And when you look at that pattern and you could apply some data science and analytics techniques, you could then look for root causes and do root cause analysis for why cake deliveries are always late on a Tuesday morning in a certain area. And, you know, for me, that's another important role for a customer service team to play. And when you're going into a customer service career, to think of that role, not just in, in dealing with customers on the front end of the business, but also in the operational aspects to help improve and prevent uh, customer failures in future. Was that something that you had some experience with in the cake company or elsewhere, Kritika? Yeah, so I actually did have that experience. So when you think like, what are customer service executives doing, right? They are the front end. They're the first people to conversate with your customers after you, they've like either purchased a product or a service, right? We're the first people talking to them, right? We're their first point of contact. So any feedback that you can get about, like a company can get about their product is best from their customer service team, because we are the one who's in interaction with your, uh, with your entire uh, market, like with your entire audience who's purchasing your services, right? So I did actually go through a lot of implementations. Like we did change a lot of things over time with the last company that I was working in. Um, but there was a cake getting smashed. How can we prevent the cake from getting smashed? Like what can we do? What are the steps that we can take? So then we did actually start, like we did realize that, okay, it's the weather that can affect it too. Like sometimes it's summer, sometimes it's a better weather. So in summers, there are more damages. So what do we do in summers? We actually increase more protections. Like we have towels. We had towels put in the cake throughout the cake so that the cake does not get, you know, the cake does not move from its place or like does not get smashed anymore. And in summers, we started putting more ice packaging with it, realizing that, okay, it's summers now and it is, the cakes are melting. The cakes are breaking because they're melting. So that's how we did actually go ahead and implement like so many new things. We changed our entire packaging system. Uh, we made our packaging more stronger. Like we actually use like more protective layers of packaging. And we had like four or five of them. And like there's a box inside a box. So, and you have towels, put like four or five towels put between a cake so that the cake does not move and it stays in its place. So we did implement all of these, but it does not happen overnight as well. We do need to realize that like any feedback that comes in, it does take time to implement it. So maybe like two to two weeks, I think tops. And we had lesser complaints once we started implementing all of the changes that we did decide to go ahead and make. And I think that's so important because, you know, customer service people um, often feel like the company puts them out uh, to deal with the customers and doesn't make the changes to reduce the complaints to make their lives easier. And I think customer service careers can be quite tough. And there's a lot of attrition um, in those roles and in customer facing teams like call centers 
and bank branches and front of house, toll points, checkouts, etc. But if you see your role as being able to improve the overall operation of the business, then you're actually constantly gathering data and looking for ways to improve the organization and contribute uh, to reducing those number of complaints to make your own life um, a bit easier. Salil, your thoughts then, I mean, uh, either on that topic of just improving the operations overall with customer service data, or perhaps a great question that we've got here from um, Jan Koketso is how to make the transition from a traditional physical customer service uh, to a digital uh, customer service environment. And here at the bank, um, you know, we've got a great saying where we say um, digital when you need it, human when you want it. So often the digital customer service aspects can be quite efficient and transactional, but when it breaks down and you just want to speak to someone, then you need a human. So Salil, your thoughts then on uh, the transition between those two or the differences uh, or some insights about them? Yeah, firstly, I had uh, some great stories that we shared in the course as well regarding feedback. So the first is actually even me and Kritika actually worked at a credit card company. Um, what used to happen is the credit card would take two to three days for the payment to be adjusted to the card. And if the payment was late, they would block the card. So all the complaints you would be getting from angry customers would be people yelling that my card is blocked. I'm stuck in a situation where I have to make the payment. I'm paying, I'm at the store um, and the card is not working anymore and it's all your fault. So that feedback eventually, when it started coming from a lot of executives, this was the biggest reason why customers were angry. Eventually, the company changed its policy that if the payment is made, even though it's not um, you know, adjusted, we still, the fact that it's made, the fact that there's an acknowledgement, the fact that there's a receipt or something, uh, we uh, increase the duration or some changes were made internally so that the cards were not blocked anymore, right? So what that did was um, it reduced the number of complaints. Secondly, we covered an example of a restaurant. Uh, and this happened to us as well, where we actually went to a restaurant and we found one dish was very spicy. We made the complaint, the dish was changed. The next time we went, we ordered the same dish. It was again the same uh, spice level and the same problem happened. And that's when I brought it up with the restaurant that why don't you incorporate the feedback that we gave last time? Sure, you replaced the dish, but you still didn't fix the issue. And that's when they realized that they need to incorporate changes. So they brought in the head chef, they brought in the manager, the wait staff, and then they decided that one, they um, you know, ask every time when there was someone asked to dish, what spice level do you want? Then they, when they change the menus a couple of months later, they introduce the spice sign and, uh, and a notice saying that this dish, dish might be too spicy for some people, right? So they incorporated all these changes. So eventually, the complaints that were coming from out that dish, that will reduce, that uh, remove the burden on the waste staff, that reduce the losses for the restaurant, that um, you know reduces the burden on the kitchen staff to replace the dish. So all of those losses and all those issues were fixed by just incorporating the feedback. And that's why we strongly believe in the feedback loop that we've covered in this course uh, as well of how to use the loop to constantly improve. And um, if you read the book Atomic Habits, uh, even if you make 1% uh, improvement a day, over a year you have you know, three, 300, 400% of improvement. And that's what we're trying to do. Take one step at a time, one improvement a day, and that feedback loop, that constant improvement in customer service will eventually lead to amazing customer service towards the end of it. Going to the question of yeah. uh, what transition can you make from traditional physical customer service to a digital customer service, 
um, you have to slowly, uh, when it comes to digital customer service, it is built on patterns. So what happens is a traditional physical customer service is built on um, human intelligence. But when you move to a digital aspect of customer service, you have to build in the intelligence for which is time consuming and the initial stage of it takes a lot of time. So for example, even in a Udemy course, when you first usually used to ask a question, you would get uh, the question has been directed to the uh, instructor and then the instructor will get back to you in 24, 48, 72 hours. Or if the instructor is in a vacation in Hawaii, you'll get back in a couple of weeks. Now what happens is, and whenever you post a question on Udemy, Udemy itself, the algorithm picks up that, oh, this is an audiovisual issue, or this is a quality issue, or this is an issue on streaming or loading of the website, or not getting certificate. And it takes all those issues and takes it and diverts them to the FAQ section. And if you're not still not so, to the Udemy support. So what that does is it gives you the right answer to the exact question you're asking based on the intelligence build, based on the data put in, based on the keywords that are put in. And that's the transition that's happening with digital customer service that you have to build intelligence, you have to build patterns, you have to build keywords, and that really streamlines and improves the experience of a customer as compared to when you have a physical base where you can ask anything and get any response. Great, Salil, that's fantastic insights there. And just great that you are talking about uh, all the benefits that you get from learning on Udemy. And I think, you know, most of the people who attend our webinars have experienced uh, online learning um, but the sort of digital efficiency that you get, uh, you know, talking about improved customer service is very powerful. Um, but then again, if something goes wrong, uh, you know, Udemy have also catered for the fact that uh, they've got all this data about what has gone wrong previously and how those issues have been resolved. And they've reorganized, you know, and optimized their platform uh, in order to respond to those uh, issues in the best possible way. So, Salil, I mean, in addition to all the great benefits um, of, uh, you know, learning on Udemy, and uh, I see that we've got a compliment there about uh, your great tips, uh, let's just then, I think, uh, share the course with everybody, and fantastic that uh, I think we can provide uh, a bit of a discounted offer on this course uh, to everybody on this webinar. So, in a couple of minutes, I'll put a link uh, into the chat, and people need to take advantage of that because it's a limited discount. Uh, for a short period only. But Salil, maybe just give an overview, and we've shared a couple of lessons uh, on the screen, uh, but what can people really expect to benefit from doing this course, and what will they be able to do differently in their lives once they've been through it and taken advantage of the discount that we'll be able to provide them today? Yeah, so, so one thing that we started this course of was from realizing that customer service is not just for customer service executives anymore, right? Um, it can be from, it can be for anyone. It can be any account manager in the company. It can be anyone in the accounts department, entrepreneurs, businessmen, anyone can be using customer service because it's an integral part of the business. And that's how we build this course up. So we first talk about the benefits of customer service and how it is beneficial to the business. Once you have that understanding that yes, it is important. I need to reduce the company's losses. I needed to improve profits. I needed to generate revenue. I needed to increase customer loyalty. When you realize the true benefits of this to the business, that's when you start realizing how important it is. Once you understood the importance, we take you to the next section on, you know, who is a customer service executive? What are their roles and responsibilities? And the roles can be numerous, right? We only think of customer service executives after sale, but what about before sale, right? Uh, when I need you to, um, when I'm buying the product and I want to have any questions, like 
what are the benefits of this product do this question have this answer get a question answer so customer service is important before the service as well then so many times you'd be buying something really expensive and you might have questions while you're buying uh, the expensive products that's the time when customer service executive uh, is important and that's why uh, even on high end websites you will have this 24 hour customer service right because you have to ask questions while you're on the checkout page so customer service is important in each and every step and that's what we discuss that roles and responsibilities of a customer service executive and once you've gotten grasp of that we move on to the next section of um, how to truly be a great customer service executive and how to provide excellent customer service and then we talk about everything from your personality tone body language to you know having the product knowledge company knowledge policies and rules knowledge to your behavior to empathy we talk about all these great um, you know aspects when it comes to the third section about how to really be a great customer service executive and what it what it's going to take for you to improve your customer service and then we move on to this beautiful fourth section that we've added on how to handle upset customers uh, this section is handled by peter where he talks about you know the entire one step by step process of how to manage upset customers you know how to solve their complaints how to handle their complaints how to emotionally deal with handling upset customers because handling upset customers emotionally uh, tiring for you as a customer service executive as well um in india as you know there are all these um, you know call centers and a lot of the people who work at call centers are going through a lot of emotional uh, troubles and emotional issues and they have problems mentally they have problems with the ears lot of lot of issues because they have to deal uh, with constantly uh, angry customers or constantly upset customers so how do how do you emotionally deal how do you detach yourself how to create that space where you are not affected by your customers so we cover peter actually covers all of that in this section on how to handle upset customers and then we move on to the fifth section where you know we give you a live call live sample calls on you know um, how to handle customers these calls are you know are recorded from actual live customer calls so you can listen on, on how to improve these calls and then we move on to you know how to use the customer service for process improvement um that's primarily the feedback loop that i've been talking about uh in the sixth section and how to use customer service and improve the course that's the sixth section and then so that's how we've sort of structured this course that it covers everything you need to know about customer service and then now we'll be adding webinars uh, by inviting you know customer service executive uh, who have 10 years of experience like kritika and then over next weeks we'll be inviting people who even have 20 30 years of experience in customer service so that they can share their insights and then make this course better for you as to Wonderful thanks Alila I mean what I love is this uh, you know lesson that we've got up on the screen at the moment where you play you know an example of a, a call center customer interaction um and sort of teach by example so that people as you say who are in that type of environment can get very practical hands-on skills um by listening to how one should be dealing with those types of customers uh through this lesson which I think is just such a great way of teaching and just a, such a powerful feature of the platform that they can take advantage of uh by clicking on the link and enrolling in that course today and uh joining myself and Salil uh in the course on customer service that uh, we prepared for you and uh yes uh, thanks for that introduction to the course Salil and as you mentioned uh, I handle a number of the lessons on dealing with customer complaints um in that course and as we mentioned earlier uh coming out of the banking environment uh and helping to lead digital transformation Uh, so that we become a lot more customer centric uh, i've had a lot of experience in dealing with customers um over the years so all of that 
I uh, teach in my in the course in my lessons um, that, uh, as Salil indicated, is focused on handling those customer complaints. And then, very importantly, as we chatted with Kritika about just now, integrating that customer service role into the rest of the organisation so that you can transform and fix your business to prevent customer complaints and use that data uh, to get better and better in in customer service. Okay, um, Kritika, your experience in uh, customer service, I mean, looking ahead, uh, different brands, different industries, you know, the power has shifted to the customer um, and we really have to be so much more uh, customer centric in our design thinking and our product design and how we run our organizations and train our people, etc. I mean, just looking ahead into the future, is that a, a trend that you think is going to increase and something that companies need to become a lot more um, aware of over time? Yeah. So this is actually a trend that we've seen over time. Like, you know, the customers have actually now are actually called God now. Like, you know, like they can actually go ahead and say anything and do anything and we just have to be okay with it. Um, this is a trend that is going to remain because I think with time people and companies and everyone has realized that, you know, okay, we need like we need our product and our services to be sold out right we want people to buy them to buy them we have to give them a great after service as well so we will like you have to go ahead and be really nice to your customers like if they're saying this is not good you'd be like okay this is not good we'll take it we'll fix it for you we'll give you a better product or we'll add on more products for you so everywhere you go you will actually see in every field that customers are actually going to take place for God now, like whatever they say is actually right. Like they say, customer is always right. It's actually now coming to be like, yes, they are actually always right. And you will have to take their sort like, you know, their feedback at all times, implement those feedbacks, make their products, like make the products more customer friendly, um, simply because we want more safe, simply because we want our company to grow, right? So I think that trend is going to remain for like ever now. <laughs> it's not going anywhere anytime soon, so. Oh, that's great critique. I absolutely certainly agree with you from a banking perspective. And which industries would you say are particularly susceptible to um, customer service trends? I mean, I know banking and financial services, um, it's, not, it's not so much about physical products necessarily, um, but if you look across manufacturing and engineering and logistics, et cetera, I mean, are there any trends from a customer service perspective that are unique to any of those uh, industries possibly? um i really don't think that you know it's actually specific to a certain industry because if you see amazon has great customer service as well right they provide like when they say a to z they provide every service that they actually have if you see their logo it goes like from a to z because they give you everything and they have great customer service as well right like if you'll call them they'll give you a one-stop solution like one call solution that's the next step that all the services are trying to implement. So if somebody is called, if like a customer calls in and has a feedback or has a complaint or has a situation or a query. So we, all your, like all the companies, all the MNCs are now trying to go to a one-stop solution. So if you are ever like as a customer, like we all must have just given feedbacks, right? So it's going to always ask you like, did, did your problem get solved in one call or did you have to call in multiple times to get a solution? So the next step is to actually go ahead and provide those solutions just with one stop, like one calls itself. So um, I like what the what like uh, sorry. So every industry is actually trying to go ahead and implement that. With the current company that I'm working with, every time I feel like okay, 
the product is missing something that the client actually needs, we have an entire listening system for the customers. We always have to go ahead and fill in that feedback with the product on every call itself. And our product team continuously keeps working on it and keeps bringing more enhancement and improvement in the product. So it's not just basically, it was initially just to the banking sector, but now that you know people realize the importance of customer service, I think everybody's implementing the same thing across all um, across like all the businesses that they're doing. Great insights there, Kritika. Thank you very much. And uh, Frontline Well Solutions Academy says they completely agree with you. We also need to change our mindsets about this very important frontline industry. Now you mentioned Amazon, and uh, you know in the very early days when Jeff Bezos was trying to get that going. One of the uh, changes in mindset, you know, that he tried to introduce and actually obviously became very successful with it was to offer unconditional uh, returns. Okay. And, um, you know, many people said to him that he was crazy because customers would take advantage of him. But he actually saw it from the customer's perspective and said, well, I'm so focused on the customer and building a trust based relationship with them that I'm going to offer them um you know the facility to return their goods almost unconditionally and uh, i think that became such a, a powerful feature and set such a, an, a precedent in the industry and really after amazon everyone was trying to catch up and um, because they realized that if you if you think about customer service from a mindset of distrust of your customer then automatically you you're not putting them first so, yes, there will be a small exception of, of very few customers who take advantage. And uh, if you look today in South Africa, where I live, and uh, we've got a, a similar company uh, called Take-A-Lot, and the, the return service is so good and so efficient, and you can pop something back in the box and send it back to them. And I'm always so careful. I keep the packaging, and I make sure everything's working. And if I need to send it back, it's all in just the best possible condition for the next person who might open the box and take a lot because they built up the data and the trust with me will accept parcels back from me almost unconditionally. So Kritika, just fantastic that you use the example there of Amazon and the trend that they set of trusting their customers first and uh, putting customer service first in everything that they did. All right. Yeah, yeah, and I get, I get asked a lot in my sales courses that, how do we grow our sales? And then I say, are you can you offer a better product? They say, no, we're offering similar products. I say, can you give more value? They say, eventually, what's happening in super competitive industry, super competitive markets, is customer service is the only differentiator that's left. You Can you offer a better service to your customer? Can you offer them a better experience? Can you offer them a better buying experience, after-sale experience? So customer service is now being used to distinguish. And you must have seen in banking industry, now banks are advertising the best customer service in the industry. So they're not advertising interest rates, but they're advertising their customer service. So the product that the bank is now selling is the service, not the interest rate or not the loan or not the credit rating or nothing, none of that. It's the service that they're giving to the products that are competitive in a competitive space. So I think customer service going on uh, will be the way people compete, will be the way people advertise their corporate against the competition, that we are offering you better service. Um, and that's going to continue to grow as the industries get competitive and the landscape changes. Yeah, so Lil, to add on to that point, um, you know, the word of mouth marketing and the social proof 
um, that comes with good customer service uh, is far more powerful than any big budget billboard um, movie style advertising, you know, that used to be in the second and third industrial revolutions where the big producers, you know, push their products down to the small consumers. Now the consumers have a very powerful voice in digital marketing and uh, big companies will be watching their Twitter timelines and their social media profiles and the voice that the customers have to respond to that customer service has become so powerful now that what you say has almost become a survival requirement, if you like. Um, and while the products have been commoditized, the differentiation uh, will come through the customer service because it's so visible now uh, with the proliferation of social media and the ability for consumers to contribute uh, into the public conversation uh, about the quality of the service that they've had. And one important point, I think, um, critique, and maybe you've got some examples of this, is just back to our earlier conversation about uh, complaints. Um, you know, I've seen many examples in banking and other industries where um, we've been able to take a, a serious complaint and turn it into such an incredible experience uh, for the client um, where they're then um, so blown away by response and ownership of that complaint uh, with that customer that they will share that on social media. And once they've calmed down and they become a little bit more rational, they realize perhaps that, you know, it wasn't something that we could control um, and that even though we weren't 100% at fault, our customer service agent, whether through a refund or a personal sacrifice or answering the phone at 11 o'clock in the evening, went out of their way to resolve that complaint. And that becomes actually a more powerful social proof that even though customers, even though companies are not perfect, uh, if we're always doing our best to, to, to deliver great customer service, like Salil says, um, then even through a complaint, um, you can demonstrate good customer service and that becomes very powerful social proof. Do, have you seen examples of that? Yeah, I actually have seen like, I actually have been in situations like that a lot of times. We always have to keep like a company, customers, like every time you keep this in mind that, you know, when you're getting a product, you're not just getting the product, you're also getting the services, like you're also purchasing the services that come with it, right? So if you actually have a, like we have a, I have actually had a lot of clients who um, may, may not have been happy with the product, but they are more happy with the solution that they've got, right? They're more happy with the resolution that they got. You have to be really patient in situations like this as a customer service executive. Like for me, I have to be really patient and really calm. Like the person on the other end of the phone can be yelling on top of their lungs. But I, as a customer service executive, have always been really calm because that's how I can think straight and that's how I can get a solution for that customer. Um, I was working with a banking company, uh, like that was an initial bit of my career, and they were actually not within their uh, within the country where they were, like where they actually reside, but they were actually traveling and they needed their credit card because it has actually expired. So for us to actually send a credit card, which is such a, a crucial information, like very personal information, we are not allowed to go ahead and send it to like another country, right? So I actually went ahead, spoke to my managers. We got a lot of senior managers involved. We spoke around and uh, somehow we like, because that person was in distress and really needed the credit card, we got that credit card delivered to them, right? Initially, the customer was so angry, was so upset because he's saying, I am the customer. I've verified myself. I'm saying that this is me and I need my credit card. I'm not asking for anything else, not asking for anybody else's card. 
right? So they were super upset about that. To calm them down, like I actually helped them like calm down. I initially like, I was like, okay, let me like figure solutions out for you. I actually tried to figure out a few solutions, did not work for them. I was like, okay, don't worry about it. Let me call you back. So giving a word like I'm going to call you back, a lot of times customers are not going to believe the fact that you are going to call them back. They just think that you're trying to get rid of them, right? So I actually explained to them like, no, I promise I will call you back. You just have to take that leap of faith. Just do that and I promise I will. We spoke a lot. We had a lot of conversations. We eventually discussed it with our senior management. They said, okay, we'll just do, take it as an exception. We took that one case as an exception. Uh, we got that card delivered to the customer. The customer went ahead and they did a lot of, um, they posted a lot of things on Facebook uh, when they were upset. But okay, when they received a resolution for it, they actually deleted all of their previous posts and they actually gave us really good comments, tagged us everywhere. Also left a post on Twitter, uh, appreciating the customer service that they got uh, on that specific day when they needed it. So it does really go a long way to uh, help your customers out. Like, you know, every time your customer goes ahead and he, uh, buys a product, he also knows that, okay, I will have customer service for this. Now, when if you give them a bad customer service, they aren't going to come back to you ever again. They're going to be like, okay, it has happened with me as well. Like, I'm a, I'm a consumer as well to so many products. So if I don't get a good customer like service, I'm just like, okay, I'm never using this uh, company again. I'm never using their products again. And I'm very specific about it. So I, and, and personally being a customer service executive, I know like, okay, I'm not supposed to be treated like this. I'm supposed to be treated a lot better. So that just makes a lot of difference. If you give them great customer service, they're always going to come back for you for everything they need, right? So if I am purchasing so much from Amazon today is because I've got great customer service from them when I actually had product qualities issue or any issue I've ever had it's been resolved within like just one phone call I've never had to call them back they've never had to call me back because they just gave me a solution in within that one call itself so I go back to them but same as well I I don't want to name it but there's another uh, online company that does the exact same work like Amazon does but because my customer service experience with them was so bad I actually do not even have their app anymore. And it is like in India, it is actually uh, leveling up with Amazon, right? So I don't even use them anymore. Don't even have an account with them anymore. So that's the importance of customer service. Wonderful, guys. Thank you so much. We've had some great um, customer feedback <laughs> on our webinar today. So I, I hopefully we've given lots of value and we haven't had any complaints, which is fantastic. Um, but Salil and Kritika, thank you so much for your insights. And uh, I've put the link there to our course in the chat. And uh, Salil, as I've indicated to everybody, we are able to offer a discount uh, on that product today. And I think that you'll find it's an incredible product and we deliver incredible customer service uh, around that product, which really differentiates it from all the other customer service uh, courses on Udemy. So definitely do our course, make sure that you enroll today uh, don't leave it till tomorrow. As you've heard from Kritika and from our discussion, customer service is the primary differentiator for many industries going forward. And it's the one thing that you in any career, in any role, in any organization, if you can do it better than other people, uh, you're definitely going to stand out. So on that note, um, I see there's one more question here. Can you please share with us your academic journey experience on your attainment of a PhD qualification in mechanical engineering? Lucas, yes, I mean, absolutely. And that I've put the website there for uh, the student success coach. Uh, so you can most definitely go and check all the details out there. There's a detailed blog 
um, about that and my PhD in mechanical engineering, just to answer that question and make sure that the customer doesn't feel like uh, we've ignored them during this webinar. So, Salil, last thoughts from yourself and then critique your last thoughts from yourself. Salil. Yeah, I was just thinking when you guys were talking about the three R's that we covered um, in this course is when you give excellent customer service, you get reviews, you get ratings, and then you get referrals, right? So reviews tell other customers how great your product is, rating tells you how great your product is, and the referrals bring you more business. And that's the three R's that we try to attain with everything we do. And that these, those really help us grow without even advertising, without any marketing. Um, they help us grow our products and services. So I think what we've grown on this YouTube channel, on our Udemy courses, it's all been through giving exceptional service, giving a great product and giving a great service. And that's what um, I think really works for any product or service. And that's why customer service is an important skill, not just for customer service executives, but for everyone in the company, because everyone is responsible for the customers that come in the company. Everyone is responsible for the customer service experience um, that the customers have with the company. So I think that's why it's an important scale for everyone in the company uh, to learn. I think this course offers exceptional value to everyone. Great. Thank you, Salil. Appreciate your time with us today. And critique the last thoughts from yourself before we say goodbye. So I just actually want to put it out there for anyone who is actually into the field of customer service is an executive. I would just say that, remember, there are just a few steps that you need to take to be successful as an executive. That is be patient, have empathy, have those, have that communication with your customers, have that understanding with them, and you'll just be a star. Trust me in that. Great. Kritika, Salil, I think that uh, anybody watching this webinar today feels encouraged and revived to get out there and deliver fantastic customer service and uh, make sure that they're always thinking about customer service in anything that they're doing as part of an organization or running their own business or building their brand uh, or trying to reach more customers or, or, or be successful uh, in a digitally connected world in which uh, human contact and empathy actually has become even more important. Uh, the more that we've digitized um, and the more that we're able to give that human support and do it with a smile and the empathy and the support that we've heard about today, uh, the more successful that you're going to be. So thank you, a regular a supporter and customer of the Student Success Coach community. Uh, thank you for your uh, comments and glad that you enjoyed the show uh, today. Jan Koketso, uh, thank you for your feedback. Uh, absolute pleasure. Uh, we are thrilled to be able to give you the insights um, and the access to the course uh, that is really going to make a difference in your career uh, and your future. So with that, we'll say thank you to everybody for your time this afternoon. Have a good weekend and uh, good luck out there with ex excellent customer service. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.